Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. Alright, everybody, what's going on? This is a political nation with your boy uh Big T and Tanya will be on in a few seconds getting everything situated. Uh sitting here watching football. Hey about track of time. I lost track of time, but I will hold on. Then we get everything straight, everything situated. Um and how everybody's doing today on this Wonderful Sunday afternoon. I hope y'all cook a big Sunday dinner. Um, and we're going to do this thing. So hold on for a second. And uh, we'll bring you on. How you doing? I'm fine. And you? I'm fine. This is Big T uh, with a political nation. Wait for time to get on. But Miss Wilson, right? No, this is Councilmember Candy Smith. Oh, Candy Smith. Um, I apologize. Uh, this is um, wait for Tanya to come on real quick. Trying to get everything situated. Uh, I was watching football. I'm sorry, getting everything together. So uh, she will be on very quick. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Hope you are. Yes, ma'am, I am. So, get away for her to call in so we can get everything situated. I'm sorry about this. Uh be one second. Alright. So I guess I'll get it started. Um so till she called in then she can go for it. Uh here, here she go, right here. Hey Ty. Hey. All right, and uh, Smith is already on this uh, political nation. Uh, welcome, everybody. Like I said, uh, okay. sorry about getting on late, getting straight. Uh, I'm a yeah. big Redskins fan, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I was just looking at the game. I lost track of time. Uh, so, but we are on Ms. Smith. Welcome to the show. Um, welcome to Extreme Radio. Uh, we are a internet radio from Greenville, North Carolina, trying to get out there and trying to get the word on everything that we can, politics, sports, um, uh, anything that we can do. So we're just trying to bring it out there to enhance the people and give somebody, you know, a perspective from a different situation. And, and thank you for coming to the show. You're welcome. I'm excited to be All a right. part. <laughs> so, thank you. Um, first, so first, I just want to thank you for coming on. I reached out to you. I know it was really late, but I'm so glad you just took a few minutes out of your time. I know we talked a little bit yesterday, and you've been traveling, so I'm not going to take up too much of your time. So the reason why I want you to come on is because not a lot of people um, in my community – really um understand the um 
impact that this election is going to have and, you know, why is it important for them to come out and vote or, you know, even vote for you? What Can you just let me know what's at stake? Well, first of all, we have eight days, seven hours, 55 minutes, and 35 seconds before Election Day. And we have an opportunity to make history in Pitt County. And when I say history, it's bigger than me. We have an opportunity to have our first black sheriff, first black female sheriff. We have an opportunity to also have our um, first black DA. Um, We also have an opportunity to have another black judge. Um, And then we have an opportunity to elect people such as myself, Senator Davis, um, Congressman G.K. Butterfield, and others who are on the fight to make sure that we are looking for justice and equality for all. We are in a time where there's a lot of hatred and a lot of negative things happening. And people are picking up on those trends, and they're doing things, and they're doing things against people, and we should not be. We just had a flood not too long ago with Hurricane um, Florence that came through here. And we were blessed blessed as a city to really miss the brunt of that flood because we were expected to really be hit head on. So we were blessed. Mm -hmm. But what you noticed, people came together, black, white, Republican, Democrat, rich, poor. They came together in a time of need to help each other. That's what it should be about. And now we're back to that very divisive um, partisan politics, meaning I think only this way so I can only represent and support my individuals or my people, and I don't think that's right. So this is just my personal opinion, that people need to have their voices heard. I've heard millions of times, and this is no exaggeration, millions of times from the African-American community, I don't vote. I don't do that stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't vote because they're going to put me on the, um, uh, um, I'll be on the, uh, what do you call that? Um, they will call me for, to to be. Um, sell out. What is it? A sell out. No, 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 at the court. No, 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 no. Um, at the court when you have the jury duty. That's it. They'll okay, call me for yeah, jury yeah. duty. Yeah, they'll say they're calling for jury duty. Then they'll say, um, I don't vote because it don't count. Then they'll say, um, it don't matter. They're going to do what they want to do anyway. Or they're right. looking out for yeah. me. They don't care anything about me. Like, these are the excuses that I hear. And then right. I, have, I have to go back and tell them, number one, when you say that your vote does not count. When I won my first election nine years ago, I won by only 12 votes. So if I did not have those 12 wow. people, every vote count, counts. Um, also, in Winterville last Last almost a year ago, we had an election on the town council, and the young man won by one vote, one vote. So one vote. it is untrue when people say my vote does not count. Every vote counts. The second thing is, when it comes to especially those who are at the local level, those positions that are closer to you, like the DA, mm-hmm. when right. we look at our black males going to court and receiving mm-hmm punishment that is much more severe than their white counterparts, that's right. It's close to home. So why would you not want to 
have someone who's fair, who's like-minded, and who's willing to look at the situation for what it is and not rake you over the coals because of the color of your skin. That's right. So we've got a lot at stake here. When we look at law enforcement, many times we talk about not liking law enforcement. And for me, it's, I don't think it's that we just don't like law enforcement. I don't think we like some of the activities that have been highlighted in the media and some of the things mm-hmm. that have been happening on a regular basis without accountability. That's an issue. That's right. No one wants to say it's okay to kill my child and, oh, he just made a mistake. And what I mean, I That's know right. it's a very critical job. It's You have to be very um, careful. You're putting your life on the line, but at the same time, for you to automatically have that fear because it's an African-American or an African-American mm-hmm. male, we got issues. We have to look at that implicit bias and, and right. do, do, uh, do the same we would for somebody else. Okay. I have a son. I have a son, and I know Tim has a teenager son, and I'm always mm-hmm. fearful about my son going to school, whether, you know, even here in Greenville locally, I'm always afraid because I always tell people, What's out there could very well be here, you know, in the blink of an eye. So we cannot take anything for granted. So I, I've been I've been um, interested in politics since 2007. And I'm always encouraging people. When Barack Obama first got elected, I helped a 79 year old man that has never voted vote cast his vote for the very first time for our first African American president. So I am very in tune to what's going on and that's one of the main reasons why because uh, the community I come in, you know, they so um I don't I don't know what's a good word for them but it's just like they out in out in La La Lane and they don't understand that politics, whether you know it or not, it affects your life. Everything that you do, every aspect of your life, politics affects it from education to school I mean from school to your grocery to, you know, your housing. So that's why, you know, I try to stay in tune, like, you know, what's going on with, you know, because I watch Donald Trump every day because I just got to see what craziness he's going to do every day. But I (laughs) definitely want them to come on because I really want them to support you so we can get you elected and get you up there. So, I mean, I know you can't change everything, but I know if you're there, you're going to, you know, fight for change, you know, on our behalf. Not trying to say, you know, black people, you know, deserve more than white people, but, you know, I think that we deserve justice and, you know, the same quality as our white brother, sister, whatever. Well, I I think you're absolutely correct, but um, it's no no secret. I don't hold any, pull any punches when it comes to things being equal, fair, and just. I'm serving on the city council for the last nine years. I've had some experiences. Mm -hmm that um, many people may not have had the opportunity to have as elected officials. And going through some of those experiences has allowed me to make sure that I am aware and that I, in quote, unquote, stay woke to what's happening. That's right. But I never want to do get comfortable. I don't want to get comfortable because sometimes we can get comfortable in a position because we have a certain amount of power and respect for people, and then we get comfortable in that position, and we do not do those things that we need to do. Every since I've been on that council, I have vowed to be of the people, by the people, for the people, and I'm going to continue to do that, whether it is unpopular or not. I did not want to run for this position. This was nothing that I sat down and said, ooh, I'm going to run for this position, which many of my counterparts, that's what they do. 
their, their family, their friends, they, they plotted and planted and, you know, no. I ran because the people asked me to run. They said, we need a boy. And so I was reluctant. I was reluctant, but I ran. And I fight for the least of us. We can't just look at our privilege that we have and operate from an area of privilege and leave those others behind because we are only mm-hmm. as strong as our weakest link. And so when we That's look right. at am I my brother or my sister's keeper, yes, I am. And the moment we mm-hmm. forget that, that's when we are taking care of those who are the upper echelon and we're forgetting about those um, people that we consider those common, everyday, um, hardworking people. Not everybody is yeah. lazy. Not everybody wants to not do things and take care of themselves. You've got a lot of people who want quality of life. They just need opportunities. And I hear people saying the opportunity is there. Not always. It's not that's always right. there. And we have to do things to help create it. So that's what I'm willing to do. I do want people to know the closer the politics are to you, meaning on the city level, on the county level, the more impact it has for you. The further away like the state or the federal level, it has impact, but it's a trickle-down effect. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this election is not just big about Candy Smith. Like I said, we got a sheriff race. We have a judge race. We have a DA's race. We have county commissioners. We have school board individuals. This race is important for that local level. So you can't complain about people representing children in school if you don't make your voice heard in the first place. So I tell people, don't complain if you're not speaking up in the beginning. That's right. And and I told Tim, we were talking about, I'm going to let you speak right quick, Tim. And I said, you know what, I I want to do it so close to election time because I want to stay in people's mind. You know, like next Saturday, I'm going to get out and pass out flyers, you know, a must vote. You know, I got to get out there and, you know, and talk to the people because, you know, a lot of them don't really understand what's at stake for them and their children. So I'm going to get out there and do my special share. And I'm hoping that, you know, my insane radio family is going to come out there and support me a little bit, you know, just for a few minutes. So go ahead, Phil. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got Charles. <laughs> I've got Hey, we got we got ELC on. What's up, Charles? He, he wanted to ask a couple of questions also. Okay. Hey, Ms. Smith, how you doing? So, I'm well, and you? I'm doing okay. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate that. Um, but one of the things that you said that I want to touch on is something that I'm hearing all the time is, why should I vote? My vote don't count. That is the biggest thing that when I talk to people about elections, that's what they always say is, why should I vote? My vote don't count. It's kind of hard to get people to understand that if you go out and vote, that vote could mean a whole lot. What is something that we can tell people to make make them understand that voting is very important, that everyone should get out and vote? Well, I guess the first thing is we really can't make anybody do anything, and I know we want to. I, I want to real, real bad. But what I try to do is frame it and meet them where they are. And if you frame it where they can understand it, it may help. Because I've had people, I've had someone 60, 70 years old um, in the primaries told me this was their first time ever voting. But they voted because I came and I sat down and I made it clear to them. 
But I think the biggest thing that we need to do is educate people. Because believe it or not, most people are afraid to vote because they don't know everybody on the ballot, number one. And if they've Mm -hmm. never voted voted before, they don't know how to complete it. They don't know what it looks like. So they have fear. And so I think it's important for us to educate. So I don't, I am not always that traditional person. I do a lot of non-traditional things. I do a lot of things that most people who are in elected office will not do. I believe in, in being in contact with the people. So I said, where can I meet the most people in one shot? So I went to Walmart, and I spent two hours in Walmart. And I gave out the ballot, the blue ballot, that has the information about um, those individuals who are part of the Democratic Party. And I also gave my card out to introduce them to myself. And people said, I ain't never met you before. I said, well, hey, here I am. They said, you're right here in Walmart. I said, yes, I'm a person just like you. I was just voted to represent you, to be a voice. But I educate people. And when I give them the ballot that shows everybody's name on it, I said, now, there's a book that came out. You can look at every person in that book, and you can see what position they're running for, Republican or Democratic, and educate yourself. Because I can't tell you how to vote. But what I can do is tell you that I would love to have your vote, and these That's are the right. people that I'm recommending that I know will do well on the job, and they have the people's best interest at heart. And so they were like, I was looking for this, and I was talking to people about this, and I think that can relieve people. I've seen people say, girl, I'm so glad you gave me this because this is what I wanted to know. People don't want to go and look ignorant and dumb and like they don't know anything. That's right. That's right. Exactly. They, they, they don't. That's the biggest thing for adults. And so when you take that yeah. away, that's a barrier that you're taking away, which might allow them to want to come and vote. So I do things like I pull up their simple ballot. I want them to see what it looks like. I want them to mm-hmm. see who's on that ballot. I mean, I'll do all the things I can to help them understand this is what it looks like. You go in, you darken this. This is how you do it. I don't want you to be intimidated. And if there's someone who's older, I'll take them and have them to do curbside voting. If they have a problem with That's walking right. or whatever, I'll say, just sit in the car, and I'll assist you. I'll make sure That's I help right. you read it out. Because you, you would be surprised at how many of our older population cannot read, and they're intimidated yeah. by it. Yeah. That's right. And so we have to make sure that we take those barriers away. So my recommendation is to make sure that we educate, educate, educate. So I know That's I right. gave out over 200 um, of those ballots of those uh, ballots that had everybody listed on there last night in Walmart alone. Oh, wow. That's just me. So if we had people doing that same thing, then I think that we could increase the turnout because it has been That's record right. numbers right now. People have been coming out because if you don't see what's happening at the national level, guaranteed it's going to have that triple-down effect. It is. And if, if we don't change it now and make sure we take away their majority, and that's what it's about, taking away their majority so they won't veto everything that we're putting out. I believe that we should all work across party lines and make sure we're working for win. we got to work focused on solutions together. And when we don't, and if I think it's only my way and you think it's only your way, then we're going to hit a roadblock and we're not going to anywhere. But if I look at it and say, I like these things about it, you say you like these things about it, we're not where we want to be, but we're starting somewhere. Let's focus on those solutions together. That's That's why I will continue to push 
and I've done that ever since I've been on the council, and I am committed to do that uh, after this election because I am claiming the victory. I am excited. I, I'm claiming for you. I, if I would have done, I would have claimed it for you when I emailed you and I told you <laughs> I claimed it then. And I said, you know, and, I, and I've been talking to my family all weekend, and, you know, I've been talking to my um, radio family, and um, and I told them, I said, you know, I'm going to get out here in this community where I live, and then with me and Tim, um, we come from Belson, so I, I was going to get out there, you know, um, Saturdays coming up and just, you know, go around and just talk to them and just stress to them, you know, the importance of this election because I, I, I don't like the way some of the things that have been happening, I, 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 it just made me so fearful of rhetoric. I just don't like rhetoric and I just don't like, you know, people being harmed or, you know, because because I have an opinion, you don't like my opinion, so you want to hurt me because, uh, you know, my opinion, and that shouldn't be. So, you know, I think that we need to make this thing equal and balanced where everybody can work together and, you know, whatever else don't work, then don't work on that or try to fix that later on, but work on what you can work on. I was in Bethel, I was in Bethel yesterday evening. I went to the Harvest Festival. Really? I walked yeah, around. I, 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 was, I was down there. I was, I, I was down there yesterday. Yeah, I gave up my stuff. I was in Fountain yesterday. I went to a oh, community wow. giveaway they had. I talked to people. Then I went to Walmart. I went to Fountain first. I went to Bethel. Then I went to Walmart and spent two hours there. Then I went home oh, okay. and um, tried to take me. Well, no, I went downtown to look at everything, to see how everything was going, making sure that we're keeping our city as safe as possible. We don't need any more murders. We don't need anybody to be right. So I checked that out. I went home, laid down for maybe less than an hour, and then I have been up ever since because I went back downtown to make sure that our uptown area was safe. I left there about 1.40, and I drove to Raleigh, and I, I spent some time with one of my friends there and hung out. And then about 4.30, I left there and went straight to the airport and got on my flight. So I have been flying since 6 o'clock this morning, um, 6 o'clock your time, flying um, to get to where I am now, which I'm in Utah, and I'm driving two more hours to Wyoming. So I have been up, no sleep, except the sleep I've been trying to get on a plane. But (laughs) I do it I understand that's why I make sure I make myself accessible to the community. And then I explain those right. amendments. I'm telling people, mix all six. Well, some sound good. It's a trick of the enemy because you should not have to put anything about hunting and fishing as a constitutional right when we already have it. Nobody's it talking might. about doing anything to it. Nobody's talking about taking it away. So I tell people, why do you think that's on there? And you got to understand, that's to draw people to the polls. Because you know we've yeah, been having all these gun activists thinking that we're trying to take their guns away. So this yeah. is making them think that we're trying to take their guns away. So I think it's not smart for us to change the Constitution all willy-nilly because somebody want to play some games. They want to take us the, right. the power away from the governor. They want to make sure they're drawing people to the polls. But people have the right to, to hunt and fish already. When we look at Marshy's laws, the uh, victims of crime, we already have that right. right. And I, I tell yeah. people, when they say, how do you know? My uncle was killed last year. And my mother was called to go to every court case. They called. Yeah. They were called for the sentencing. She was able to go. My sister spoke out. 
So we have this already. But they're just trying to put this out here like we don't have it. I need people not to be fooled. If we didn't have it, it'd be a different story. And then you put the That's voting right. ID. Right. I don't mind having oh, the ID, but they didn't even put that in the amendment. They didn't put what type of ID. You know why? Because they want to mm-hmm. take it back and put what they want in it and take out what they want so that we can exclude people. Voting yeah. is a fundamental right. It That's should right. not ever be a situation that we are trying to deter people from voting. So if I had to answer your question, really, um, Chauncey, and say what's the main thing, explain to black people, why do you think they're trying to get you not to vote? Why do you think they're trying yeah. to take your, your right to vote away with vote ID laws? That must because mean why we over here. Power. Why we over here um, not paying attention? Yes. They're doing everything else. But that's just letting us know our vote is powerful. If you're going to make laws to try to take my vote away, there's something about it. So we got to break that majority. We got to break that majority. And then we look at the one to talk about the taxes, saying that they want to lower it from 10% to 7%. Oh, people say, oh, that's good. No, it ain't. You know why? Because those people who are rich, they're the ones that come out like a bandit. Us, yep. if we ever get to the point, because we're not even at 7 right now, we're at 5%. But if we ever get mm-hmm. to 7%, that means we can't go any higher to make sure that all of us equally can help deal with the situation of um, building schools, infrastructure, yeah. things of that nature. But if we cap it at 7 it's going to affect us before it affects them ever. So that means property taxes will have to be raised. So it's still coming out of my independent pocket, and it's not now the collective group of everybody who lives here. And I'd rather have the collective group of everybody who lives in the state to help pay instead of just me and my property taxes. And I don't have the kind of money that you have because you want to start from paying your your fair share. So people need to be aware of what's out there. That's right. Uh, uh, I got a question. Go ahead, Tim. I got a question. Uh, like we said, we are from the community. All three of us are from the community. We were born and raised in Bethel. Uh, we since we were kids. That's how we know each other since we were like thirteen, and we're in our forties now. Yeah. So, the community of Bethel has uh, they had took grocery stores and stuff from the people around there. So people are older around there don't have the transportation to get around. They had to drive what, 20, 30 minutes to get yeah. to a grocery store. Uh, what can we do to bring, to bring that back into the town of Bethel, something like that, that people can get around and do things and not have to go all the way out of the way just to go to the grocery store? Because we got a whole lot. Bethel has a whole lot of elderly people down there, they can, yeah. especially with the black no community. With no transportation. That's right. Well, well. That's one of the things I just spoke with a young lady, well, she was an older lady about, right before I left Bethel. Um, She stated to me, you see, do you know how far I have to go to go to the grocery store? And, of course, we saw the building, Piggly Wiggly, that was closed. So that comes with us as a state making sure that we're ripe for economic development, which means we need to make sure we're offering the appropriate incentives for businesses Mm -hmm. to want to come into our areas. So we do need a grocery store. We don't need that to be a dry place, a food desert. And that's what it is. It's a food desert. You have the older population. Yeah. We don't have the transportation. So, therefore, they don't have those essentials that they need 
that is an issue. That can create people starving and dying. So we got to make sure we have our state set up where there's incentives. And what I mean incentives, mm-hmm. if a company is coming in and they're bringing so many jobs and they're bringing something valuable to, to the community, there's what we call a tax break that we can give that company. And we That's don't right. mind that because that company's going to be paying taxes in the community anyway. So we don't That's mind right. giving that break so they can come in and take care of that food desert. So I think mm-hmm. it's key. Mm-hmm. I think we also might need to look at certain types of grants and things that can help because of the extreme yeah. need. This is not, I just want to know the store. We've got 13,000 stores in the background. This is, we have none, and we need one. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, you I, know, I we think did, that I, my, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, from my state, understanding, okay. Yeah. She can go ahead. No, no, no I'm just going to say the state, at, at the state level, I just want to go and see what we can do to push the uh, probability of having something in Bethel that's going to stay. Some, yeah. Somebody yeah. is willing to come in and that's willing to stay. Because we had a, um, uh, from my understanding, when we had Todd was the town um, town mayor, um, that Bethel had got so many millions of dollars from um, Grant and was supposed to be working on this, the water system. But I'm like, okay, that money could have been used to help um, um, reopen the grocery store, but then he quit. And then, you know, we had, like, three, the mayor, the manager, and his wife was running the town. All of them quit. Uh, I'm like, okay, this town had so much money, and they could have did so many things with that money besides trying to change the water over, which I think is good. But now you got people paying so much money in high water bill, but they still don't have any place to go to the grocery store. We had a dollar. They closed the dollar office. We had uh, we had like a super dollar. or only thing they have now is Dollar General and a pharmacy. And I'm like, okay, but when Delta had all this money, why didn't they invest some of this money into the community? Like, yeah. I just think it was crazy. I, mean, well, I, I, wish, I, wish I, I wish I could answer that for you, but that would be something that I would encourage people to go to the city council meetings and talk to those who are in elected position and ask them, what are we doing? What are we, what are we doing that's going to be different? Why, what are we yes. doing not to be stagnant? What are we doing not to accept what we have and to make things yes. different? Yes. Now, I got another question. Uh, the, especially from last week, the scare of, I think, a lot of their bomb, the bomb threats, that, and this is how I feel. I might be wrong, but <laughs> I just said I got to say how I feel. I feel yeah. like it was it was a threat to scare people from voting and to have the Republicans run the House because they know if the Democrats come in, they probably can impeach uh, Trump. I think he's been a bully over the system. I can I'm I'm be I can't understand a Republican coming in, a president, and but if he know what he's doing to run this world and this nation, I can respect that. But if you got somebody who's trying to bully the system, and I think a whole lot of people, people are 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 banging heads together and going against each other, that's the problem I have. What can we, like I said, you get out to vote and stuff, but. Are people afraid to vote these days? That's what I'm asking. 
because of the threats that I don't know if they're afraid to vote. I don't listen. Let, let me tell you something. I don't know if they're afraid to vote because look at it. The people who normally vote, they're gonna vote. The people yeah. who vote, yes. you got some people who only vote in presidential elections. We're trying to get them to understand. If you don't vote in the midterm, then you actually cripple your president. Because when President um, Barack Obama was there, and we know the second term we didn't have the majority, they vetoed everything right. he said. They tried to block everything. But that came from the midterms. So if people don't vote mm-hmm. now, they can block. If we still get uh, a president that's like-minded, he won't have the power that he needs to have right. to do the that's things right. he needs to do because we didn't vote to put people in the House and Senate that think like us. And so that's... Yeah. I don't know if the bombing made people afraid. If anything, that bombing should have made people pumped up more. That's yeah. right. Because they're trying to intimidate us. Just like, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys heard the story about Ferris Dixon. Yes, yes. He was at the polls. A woman walked up to him, extended right. her hand, and he shook mm-hmm. her hand. And then she went to the other side and began to pass out ballots and began to pass out the Republican ballots. A few days later, she's yeah. claiming that he assaulted her through a handshake. What? I'm wow. like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that is why people need to get out to vote. Because they, they are pulling out everything, even illegal things, to try to yeah. stop us from yeah. voting. That's powerful. So the question is, why they don't want us to vote so bad? I'm going to tell yeah. you why. Because our DA's office will be changed completely. We've never had a black DA. Ferris has been assistant DA for many years before they fired him because he was about to win that race to become judge against Lee T. They did everything they could mm-hmm. to kind of mess him up. So now they're trying to do the same thing. Paula Dance, she's third in command. So she's good enough to be third in command, but they don't want her to be our sheriff. We want someone who has a learning curve because the highway patrol is very different from the sheriff department. So why would we not want someone who knows the system? who's experienced, That's right. who's committed, and who knows what they're doing to get in, in there and be fair, equal, and just. And she has a large yeah. support yeah. of even the Republicans, Republicans um, in, in Pitt County because they said she's been fair like and just. They did her post. I was so, I was so upset with well, all it's, that. It's not only that. Craziness. But not only that, they just tried to say that she um, had some warrant for her arrest. And it wasn't her. It was a white lady named Paula something Stokes. And so they tried to, they used the same name and just put it out there to bring negative publicity. They're trying to pull stuff away from her. And then let's go back to me. Even before the election, I get a call from the news reporters. I'm out of town with my family, and they're telling me that I'm being sued by the police. And one was arrested, I mean, um, suspended. What do you think that is to deter people? But I'm going to tell you something. All that did was pump people up. They said, you must be doing something right. Because I ain't never heard the police trying to sue nobody, ever. You must be doing something right. So that right there pumped them up. So it worked against their favor. I've never even been served that lawsuit. They just did that publicly just to try to make it bad. I've not seen that lawsuit. I've not even, they never even served me with it. Doing all that talking. I ain't scared of them. I'm not going to back down right. of the people, by the people, for the people. And if you're not that's doing right, what you need right. to do, then do what's right. These people pay your taxes. Yeah. 
They don't pay you to come in and run rough shots and put your thumb on them and do anything you want to do. Your job is to enforce the law and not to create other laws, not to abuse, to enforce the law. So those officers, and we have some great officers, many great officers, but we have a few bad apples that make it bad for everybody else because they decide they don't know how to deal with that power that they have, that control, and they take advantage of it. So I want to make sure that we have people in office that's for everyone. Well, I I, I really um, appreciate you coming on, and I'm I'm going to get out um, this weekend and push for, you know, this is a must vote, you know, and I'm just going to explain to them, you know, why we need to get out and vote. Um, not only in presidential race, but in midterm, because we're here, and the local, the local government, you know, is what really affects us. You know, the state, you know, comes down, but the the people that's here, right here in our um, government, is really what's um, what's affecting us. So I'm gonna make sure I get out there this weekend. I'm gonna push, and you know, I don't know how everybody's gonna receive, but I'm just gonna let them know. I'm gonna speak what's on my mind, and you know, it's up to them. At the end of the day, if they're gonna get out and vote, but I'm gonna do my part. That's all I can say. I'm gonna get out there and do my part. Well, that's basically all we can all do, and all we can ask. And I tell everybody, take somebody with you. Because when we started, I told you how much time we have until election. And now that we're ending, we we still have eight days, seven hours, 22 minutes and seven seconds before election day. It is not too late. Early voting ends on November the 3rd. People can register and vote or change their address and vote all the way up through the 3rd. And then on um, the 6th is the final election. Please make yes. your voice heard. Each voice yes. counts. Yep. Yes, ma'am. So I'm gonna I'm gonna yes, push, I'm gonna push and, I, and I'm gonna make sure, you know, uh I'm gonna get I'm gonna put out some flyers with all um I I'm I'm not gonna be biased. I'm gonna print out flyers for Republicans and Democrats and I'm gonna let them know, hey, I'm a Democrat and this is why you should vote for um this Candace Mills and you know, if you want to vote the other way, at least you heard what I had to say, you know, it's up to you how you make up your mind. Well encourage them to go to my website, www.candysmith.com, K A N D I E Smith dot com. And they can learn information about me, see who I am, what I stand for, my platform issues. But this race is bigger than me. It's bigger than candy. This race is for us. Yeah, that's that's how I I answered to your website before I got in contact with you. Because, I I mean, I knew knew about you, but I said, well, a lot of people don't know. a lot of people won't vote that they don't know. I said, well, let's just get her on the show so people, because we have a lot, a lot of listeners, you know, that listen to us. So, and I was telling everybody, so well, she's going to be on the show today, hopefully. So I want y'all all to tune in. I'm sure some of them try to deep in, but I told him, I said, well, I don't want anybody calling in, you know, to speak with you. I just want to be us. So, because, um, you, you know, you get some hecklers calling in, so I didn't want that for today. I just want and I just want them to listen to what you have to say. 
Well, I I appreciate you guys being enthusiastic about voting and asking me to come on to the show and, and being able to answer questions. Hopefully I, I was giving you some insightful information. I'm very passionate, yeah. as you can see. So yeah. um, sometimes I just I really get into it only because I know my forefathers fought and died for that. And when That's I look right. at the reason why I'm in position, because I'm a voice for those who cannot be a voice for themselves. That's exactly right. That's right. Yep. Well, so, well, well we, we appreciate everything, and, you know, uh, we wish you the best of luck, and, you know, we already claim yeah. that you're going to have victory anyway. That's so. right. That's right. You're going to win. Now, all you got to do is just sit back <laughs> and receive. So we just know you got us supporting you, and we're going to get out and push forward. I do appreciate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Y'all make sure okay. you have a blessed Sunday. Okay, you, you too. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. All right, there was Miss uh, Candy Smith. Uh, yes, speaking. yes. You ran for U.S. Senate. Yeah. So. Yes, representative. So, everybody in listening ears, everybody in listening view, please get out and vote on November the sixth. It's a must. We got to put people in there that's going to represent us and our views. You know, because a lot, like she said, a lot of people don't really want to go because they don't understand, you know, politics and they don't understand who to vote for. Um, all they know is people just saying vote, 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 but you got to tell them who to vote for and why you voting for these people. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah. What, uh, um, we still have uh, Commissioner McGlaughan come on, right? I'm waiting for him to call in. Um, okay. so, uh, we can take calls there if anybody coming in and want to. Um, no, I ain't nobody call yet. Back, I ain't nobody call back oh. in yet. So, uh, okay. I, I do want to talk know, about last week. What yeah, I want to talk about yeah. last week also. What did y'all feel about last week? Because I, you know, everything was going on. I felt like it was. A, I still feel like it's a scam. I still I feel do. like look at how everything was. I think everything that Trump, uh, you know, everything like he was too nonchalant about everything. Yeah, it was like he, it was like he don't even care. And you know, um, the person that um did it, they already caught the man that did it. Um, he was from Florida, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and he had sent out like I think he sent out like ten bombs to. To, to 10 different people. And I'm like, okay, but Donald Trump and, you know, with him and all his rhetoric, he, he must know, he must know that these people are doing this in his name because he he's always giving them the right, the, the, the you know, the motive to go out and say, well, if the president can do it, then I can do it too. You know, they yeah. feel empowered because he, he giving them the motive, the initiative to say, well, he don't like Democrats, so hey, let's just kill all of them. But you know, I, I just, I just felt so, so. I don't know. I felt so horrified when to think about this man want to kill these people because they don't like. He he don't like their point of view. This is a democracy, and we're entitled to our own opinion, our own thought, and our own views. So yeah, if, exactly. 
if that's what Donald Trump wants and he believes that he needs to go be the president of Russia or or North Korea or South Korea or whatever because it's never going to be like that. I don't care how many Republicans get in office. We're never going to go back to the Jim Crow days because the United States is more black and brown than it has ever been. So that rhetoric, I don't care how many times they fall out, it's just not going to happen. I don't know why they don't understand that. And I, and I do hope people realize, you know, we got a justice, a justice, a, a, a Supreme Court justice that's now on, you know, that sit at the highest court that has been accused of sexual assault. And we can't stand for that. Women, black women, white women alone. We cannot stand for this because at the end of the day, that's what Donald Trump thinks that we are voting about. And I'm, for one, will not agree or defend a man that can assault a woman and still get on the highest court or, you know, don't even get charges brought against them. But then you put black people in jail for, what, living in the wrong community? Because somebody think yeah. I shouldn't be living in this community because, you know, I'm black. What? Yeah. I don't. I just don't understand it. So you know, I think Donald Trump know know a lot what went on with this bomb threat and stuff. But people really don't want to say right now. So that's my opinion. They're not that's, say. that's just my opinion. <laughs> that's my They're opinion. I think say. he know what went on because he went up on that TV like oh well like hell. They ain't dead. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. That's how he basically was saying. I'm like okay. Uh, you probably say the same thing if they were dead or will. Yeah, that's right. Like, Hillary Clinton, them 35 emails, so yeah, we ain't got to worry yeah. about her. But what? He did, so. It's Trump is still yeah. up. It's Trump is still up with us. Yeah, he's still Yeah, here. I'm up here listening. Charles. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you were yeah. awfully quiet, yeah. Charles. <laughs> yeah, y'all was talking. I'm like, I ain't going to interrupt. <laughs> No, no, uh, we want you to put, we want you to voice your opinion. Put, I mean, um, I'm hoping that um, um, Mr. McLaughlin will come on call in. You know, I hope he can get, you know, um, you know, I, I understand, you know, because you know his wife haven't been too long past, so you know, I know he still have other stuff. So I'm hoping he call in. Oh, uh, but my thing was he 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 he's on it. So what, Johnson? Hey, man, you need to stop talking about your president like that, man. That ain't right. I ain't nobody saying that. I ain't nobody saying that. Right okay. I ain't nobody saying him. What he need to do is get his get his mind right. No, you know what? I I don't came to the conclusion that Donald Trump is never gonna accept President Obama as being the first African American president. He wants everything his way. So we need to just stop trying to um. Hope that he, you know, he he's gonna change because he's not. He's never gonna change. Well, in that case, yeah, it's not gonna. It ain't just. It ain't just. I mean, Trump. A whole lot of people don't like the fact that Obama was the first African American president. But yeah. as far as with this bomb threat, I'm not gonna say. I won't put it out there that Trump has something to do with it. Because it's a whole but lot of people. It was because of him. It was because of him. a whole lot of people that don't like the guys that were talking. 
So it could be and the guy that I haven't read up on it to see a bunch about the guy that they actually caught doing it. And the guy that caught, I really don't believe he's the one that was actually doing it. He's probably the one right. that's the blame for the one that was actually doing it. But this is Hell, just I don't like the fact I don't like the fact that I'm broke, but I am. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't say I'm broke, but you know what I'm saying? I don't like the fact that black people, do you know just black people have never risen above or even at level as a white person, you know, far as education-wise or even making a dollar, a dollar over or a dollar the same per in a job? Like, I, I'm still, as long as we've been here, we were here, a lot of us were here before half of the white people because a lot of them had to come, you know, they wasn't born here. Their families came here. So, you know, yeah. I think the whole, I think the whole talk is that why can't we, and I feel like why can't we be equal? And that's the whole conversation. And what people well, need to out there. And that's the point that you you never looked at, but you got we are judges now. We are business owners. We are uh, sports. We rule sports. We do this. We yeah. do that. But you can't never be treated equal. And that's the whole point yeah. where Trump now look at where uh, I'm a white man and I need to be in this so much of power. And that's why I think he hated yeah. so Obama did so much. Where you he was an African American man that he has so much power, and um, you know you just why can't the point of being treated equal now it can't never happen because everybody has risen above uh, the eighties, the eighties, the seventies, the sixties that we can never be in their power. Now we are, they can't they can't stand yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hey, gentlemen, how are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have my wife here. She would like to say something. Okay. okay. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, how, how you how doing? You? I'm doing wonderful. You know, I've been listening to y'all, and, you know, I pretty much agree with what everybody's saying. But what Trump don't realize is that since he doesn't have any political background, he doesn't really know much about the president before him, the president that actually paved the way for average Americans like us. If you have noticed, if it wasn't for a law passed in 1800, uh, I think it was Franklin Roosevelt was the only president in the United States that read three consecutive terms in the presidency. And he passed the law right after his presidency. A president can only run two terms. But if that law was never passed, Obama would still be in office. But because of that law, you can only bring two consecutive terms. But by Trump not knowing any political background about the president before him, no matter how much hate those um, Republicans have, they can never change the Constitution. They they can't change it. I don't care how much hate they have for African Americans, they cannot change it. I don't care. Trump has to answer to somebody at the end of the day. Just because you're the CEO of the United States, you still have you still have to answer to Congress. Yeah. And yeah, some of the yeah. laws he's trying to change and some of the laws he's trying to pass is not going to happen. Yeah. 
Trump don't well, know yeah, he, he don't know enough about it. Yeah. And he don't know really he don't know nothing about it <laughs> to me. He he don't just know like, nothing. I'm just saying <laughs> In my personal, this is my personal opinion. During the election, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, but yeah. for the fact they didn't want a woman in office, it went right. to they, they went to Trump, who has no political history whatsoever. You got your wife half naked. On internet sites, and you got her as the first lady of the United States. <laughs> right. My thing is, you know, he don't even like to have briefings, you know, and, and he don't like to read. So we got a president that can get out there and spill and say anything to the American people, and he get out there on on stage with you know foreign uh, foreign counter. Um, partners and just, you know, sell us out so bad and make us look like, you know, we're a third world country and white Republicans, they don't agree with it, but they never going to go on national TV and say that we don't agree with it because, you know, Donald Trump is feeding them everything that they want. So, I don't know. Back up what he said he's going to do. Yeah. I was I was reading, uh, maybe on the news, I think almost a year into his pregnancy, Queen Elizabeth said her about her mouth. If he ever set foot in England, that'd be the end of him. And nobody can ever stop him. You know what? I, I just don't understand why they felt the need. And, and, I, and I got it because a lot of men don't want women telling them what to do. I got that part. But then we have to elect a president that can't, if he can't run his own business and stay out of bankrupt, what makes you think, and we all, and remind everybody, we already a trillion dollars in the deficit right now. Come on now. If you can't run the, your your money, how can you run the people's money? How can you take care of people's business if you can't take care of your business? Like, where they do that at? Because if I was a uh, uh, head of a corporation and I embezzled somebody's money or messed up somebody's money, I'm gonna be fired and probably put in jail too. Like. And I think that uh, reason why Hillary Clinton didn't make it because you look at a lot of old, old type that old people that how they think. Old people how they think is older generations how they think a woman never should be in power. Nothing. Regardless that she knew everything, she know anything to run. She know everything what to do. She'd have been in the White House. She'd have been to the Senate. She know everything. But of their thought, of their thought process, you never should have a woman in power do anything. And that's how I felt like they were thinking. Because she won the popular vote. She won everything she needed to win, and she know everything about the pregnancy. Anyway, because she done been through it. Yeah. But, but you, they didn't never want to power in power. But I'm going to say this right here, and I'm going to say this, and I believe this. People keep saying if, if, if President Obama would have ran against Donald Trump, we would have ran one. No, because you know why? Because Putin had a lot to do with it, and Donald Trump still was going to get in office regardless if he would have ran against President Obama or not. So I'm just saying, that's how I see it. 
I think the only way I think Hillary would have made it if they didn't never catch her with that um yeah. that leakage, that yeah. computer leakage. If she never uh-huh. had that, I think she would have won. And that that one incident they won't gonna let that go down. But the thing about that was, it wasn't it wasn't even really about Hillary Clinton. Uh, what it was, they said she was using her personal server at work. But the thing about that was, it was not only her email; it was the whole Democrat, um, uh, Democrat, um, what is it, Democrat, um, the DNC. It was all of them, all the all those emails compiled into one. So. What he's saying about Hillary, it wasn't just her. It was all of them, all their emails into one that compiled to be 30,000. But yet, for some reason, he just wanted to just keep calling her out. So, Well, if, if that were the case also. That's news, for people, that's news for people that really got into it. But if you're not yeah. really getting into it, politics, and you hear Trump on, the, on, the, on TV and say that, then you, you automatically going to say, I can't vote for Hillary. Because he yeah. always talks about his ass anyway. So. It, it, I mean, it's not even I mean, any political, if you talk about <laughs> someone and you don't get, get involved and, and read yeah. it, you can believe what that person say. Yeah, but at the same time, like, or it was, all right, you talked about Hillary, but at the same time, talk about Trump, he didn't pay taxes. His business went no, under the roof. No, and we still don't uh, know what he was. He was he was taking pictures with the Ku Klux Klan. They got pictures of this. Yeah. Uh, he won't pay his uh, his maids to do work, but they didn't bring that up. They looked past it. He just threw it off. And he really, to me, he won through the uh, uh, um, uh, debates because he killed Hillary in the yeah. debates. He really pushed. He like he overtalked her everything and stuff like that. Yeah, and did. I think that's what he won. I think that's what he won right there. Well, what, let me Even tell you something I keep wrong. saying. When you got a when you got an ass feeding through his mule, then they gonna gallop all the time. Every time they gonna gallop, mm. they gonna gallop for him. So it's just the ass talking through his mule. Basically, <laughs> 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 that's what it is. I'm like, really? Yeah. So. But I, I, I feel I'm like I'm like Candace Smith, um, Smith. I am so very passionate about uh, politics and people and them being in the know and staying woke because a lot of people want you to get deterred and look away and be like, oh well, I ain't gonna vote because you know they my vote ain't gonna count. That's what they waiting to hear you say your vote ain't gonna count. They know you ain't coming out there. You know, that's one black person we ain't got to worry about because you always feel her vote ain't gonna count. So she ain't gonna come. Well, he ain't gonna yeah. come. So they already said, well, you know, we ain't got to worry about her. She ain't coming anyway. And that's why they always yeah. say it. Because a lot of people say that now. The first thing when you go talk about election, oh, my vote ain't gonna count. So why should right. I? Right. But then when you want to complain about, oh, why they cutting my daggone first of the month check off, or why they cutting my food stamp off, let me tell you something. Don't come complaining to me because I don't want to hear it because you had your chance. You had your chance to voice your opinion on November the 5th and you did not do that. So, you know, and I, and I try to tell people, if you don't vote, you don't get to complain about nothing because you just took your, your, your right away right then. 
So don't be complaining about nothing. And another thing yeah. is education, like Miss Smith was saying, you definitely got to be educated because a lot of people, it's like when I was asking you them questions, Tanya, because I was talking to people at work, and, and people yeah. were like, well, who's running for office? How can I go find out who's running? If you don't know who's running, then if you go vote, you just vote for anybody. Or then yeah. again, you might not even go vote because you're like, I don't know who's running, so why should I go vote? Hey. And you know what? You know what? The data reflect that has all of that. This, you know what? Instead of going to the website, the data reflect all they got to do is put in North Carolina 2018, well, Pitt County 2018 election. And everybody that's running is going to pop up. That's the best way they can go. Everybody up there, and it tells you who, um, what office they're running for. It tells you their education, their experience, everything. But I, I'll check that to you, too, so you can let them know. Okay. All right. So, yeah. uh, Tony, what's the plan for this weekend? Because we can get everything in our order because we got to – hey, I'm going to tell you, Extreme Radio, if y'all ain't listening, we are – hey, if you want you want catch on the train, you better jump on because That's next right. weekend we are, is busy. We gonna have a very yeah. busy weekend next weekend. Yes, we right. got the senior night for high school football uh, for Farmer Central North Pit. We got the ECU Memphis game. We got the voter election coming up, and we <laughs> I'm pretty sure something else will come in. So we all gonna have a busy weekend. Okay, don't forget, weekend. don't forget, we got the round table on Sunday. Is this Sunday? That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and we got the round. round and we got the round table. I told you, it's a busy week next weekend. And, huh? and the yeah. triads outside of Tim start their playoff this weekend. So they, they have talked to you? Yeah, they start playoff this weekend coming up. <laughs> we are busy. Next weekend, that's what I said. Next weekend, we are busy. Yeah. I thought about that. Yeah, I thought about that, uh, I think, yesterday. And I'm looking like, oh, my God. We are going to have a busy weekend. That's yep. what I'm like, wow. Well, Cause the you know, and, you know what? Yeah. But you know what? Busy is a good thing. When you sitting home yeah. being sealed, you ain't being productive. Yeah. Hey, screen radio's yeah, on the rise, baby. Guess what? Yeah, exactly. So, I'm hoping, you know, I'm going to reach out to, um, I'm going to reach out to Reverend Al Shopton because I got his email as well, um, and he might be inclined to do it because, you know, his show is called Political Nation, and my, I mean, his is, um, Politic Nation. Okay. Hey, go so, for it. Hey, go for it. You got Miss Smith on you. Hey, I know, right? It. That was a big deal, yeah. Um, I'm going to be talking yeah. to him um, this week. Yeah, and, keep, um, like I said, keep moving. Don't stop. I know Mr. Matt's going home, you know, has got a lot going on. And he said he's going to try. Yeah, we, whenever he is free, we still can make time, you know, and make yeah, sure he yeah. gets on. So, so um, but I, I think we're going to, um, once y'all get finished with doing the, um, you know, the um, y'all 8 o'clock show, then um, I think we might need to have a talk and see what 
exactly what we need to do, how much time y'all have on Saturday morning. So at least we can go out and talk to a few people together. Yeah, we're gonna put we're gonna put it together. Don't worry about it. We'll put it together. Yeah. Um yeah, we're gonna talk about it and see what we need to do to get it together. I know Reggie is not from Delta, but he stayed there, so um Hey, uh, like I said, if y'all didn't know, we had a show called Street Stories, and I put the link up yesterday. And it's a show that we talked about, and it can, that's what I'm saying, it can interfere with, with politics. That we were talking okay. about people that came from their past and what they're doing now. I did a show with Seize, and Seize talked about his his life when he was in prison and stuff like that. Listen to the show, and okay. you can tell where we're coming from and why we're trying to get mm-hmm. people and where the places they need to be. Because Seize has yeah. a great story to tell that what he's been through and the uh, corruption about things that people trying to set you up, things like that. You know, yeah, yeah. that's why I said C's know a lot. E know a lot. J Real know yeah. a lot. They've been through a situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I did J Real show, um, the idea of J Real show, we got to do that again. He had a great story. For some reason, we kept messing up on the audio. I want to bring that show back, and I'm trying to think how I'm going to do it. Because it was a great show, we just got we just right. got to get somebody to host. <laughs> so uh, we gonna work on that. So we're not. I'm gonna get C okay. mail in and try. You know, we, I want everybody to uh, to work on everything we need to do. Okay. Okay. Sounds so, good. I mean, I'm, right. I'm always willing to. Um, Cause I, I love I, I love being part of um, this stream. Radio and the family. I mean, a lot of times, you know, <clears throat> y'all have supported me a lot, regardless if you know it or not. You know, in my times of going through, um, even with this this cramp from ignoring y'all were there. So. Mhm. So we that's all that's what we that's what it's, it's about. So, um, but tonight, catch us eight to eight. Tanya, I've got to tell you, congratulations. You are now on our heart radio. Okay, yay, that's what's yeah. up. I've got to tell you. Moving up, moving up. Yeah. I know. I'm excited. You know, I have a lot of people that keep trying to, a lot of people keep trying to say, um, they want to deter me and steer me away from what I'm doing, but I'm like, you know, everybody can't go where we go. You know, you can't take everybody yeah. where you go. And, you know, I had to let a lot of people go because they're not going this on this road, this journey with me, so. Yeah. You are now officially on iHeartRadio. I think you're on, uh, I'm going to look it up, but I think you're on iTunes also. And I'm okay. going to see, you, I know you're on Spotify. So, yeah. just say, hey, when people need to find you, tell them what they need to find you. I know you're on, I, because, on, on Spotify. Okay. Okay. Yay. I'm excited. I'm telling you, I'm really excited. <laughs> you know, I know that I have a Lately, you know, but it wasn't because I didn't want to, you know, 
Hey, that wasn't your fault. It was just how <laughs> we got busy. And honestly, yeah. we got busy. Uh, I've, I've been doing the ECU games and stuff like that. Yeah. And we just got, you know, just push everything on the right track and just keep going. Yeah. And we are on the I right track, but just stay steady. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, is uh, no more callers? No more callers. Oh, and also, Chauncey. Uh, the ticket sales when we started it. Yeah. Uh, they can go ahead on and start it now, but as far as the, the having the the official tickets, I probably won't give those out until we do the round table. Okay. 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 So next week. That way, I ain't got okay. to hunt everybody down. Just I see everybody that day, and I can just do everything in one time. Okay. So All right. Um, um, I have it um. I don't know. I was trying to think of a restaurant, but I want to make sure I'm picking out something that everybody's going to be agreeing on because I don't know what everybody likes to eat. Everybody say kickback jet? Well, I mean, I've never been to kickback jet before, so, I mean, I'm game to go there. Bye. Me neither. Yeah. All right. We can do that. Not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And tell right. um, we bring in. Are we? Is everybody gonna bring their their wives and stuff like last time? Husbands? They can. Yeah. Yeah. Mine probably got to work, but I'll, I'll see. I'll, I'll he won't. Be, he won't be so long. I'm gonna be solo. I'm gonna be solo. Hey. Okay. <laughs> when you say, you know, look, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say nothing about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be solo. So yeah. All right. So if you know if you want to you know they party family bring them on. No, okay. okay. No, no, no. Um, on Saturday, I mean on um Sunday, um, he do a lot of worship. Like um, he he's part of the Israelite community, so you know he be doing okay. stuff. So. Okay. But he did okay. listen in to right. today, so yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. Uh, All right. Anything else? Uh, well, I guess it on my end. All right. Stay tuned. That's right. Yes, tune right. in tonight. Eight, tune in tonight. Eight thirty. Spring sports with your Vic T. Can you see his mother's Matt LC? I think he coming on. We'll see. But hey, Chelsea, it's on for him. Baby Brown Brown talk <laughs> is coming. Come on, we ready. I, oh, you definitely got to be ready. Huh? I'm ready. Nice. I'm ready. Big man. I, oh, I'm going to be nice. <laughs> but go. And then we will talk about the first place Washington Redskins. Yes, Reggie gave me the finger. Reggie King C. Harris gave me the finger. I just want to put it out there. When you're done with that part, okay? Okay. No. I'm so feeling the hurt, the hate right now, Red. The King Fee Harris, you gave me the finger, so, okay. Yeah. King Fee, what's up? Text me when y'all done with the Redskins part, then I'll come on. No, we got to talk, we got to talk about that. You you on. I don't want to hear that. You got to talk about that. Hey, See, are you, oh, when, we got, say, yeah. when you ask me what, when you ask me, I'm happy. Son, so when you ask me what, I'm ten years, man. Huh? 
It's been two so, years since y'all had a winning season. Lord, I understand, I understand why y'all so happy. I understand. But, Carter, you remember when I said I was a Redskins fan, and you said, what you playing? And I said, Xbox. You said, oh, what's that? You said, oh, that, that's why the Xbox think, oh, got her thinking they're going to win. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, this, this is part of the uh, sports now. It's uh, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> And okay. uh, yeah, before we tanya, uh, yeah. we just uh, uh, I'm gonna send you the link. We got the extreme sports page is up. So what y'all can do is you go on your pages, click your pages, and by your widgets you can put your shows on there on YouTube. You can if you want to have a blog conversation, you can blog up there, things like that. So hey, uh. I will see the uh, password and stuff, and you can do what you need to okay. do. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. All right, everybody. So we'll okay. see you all tonight, 830. All right. Uh, all right. All right. Have a go. Here we go. Okay. Yep. At Midwest IT Support Help Desk, we believe that technology should support and enhance your organization's success, not constrain it. With our wide range of best-in-class services, we provide customized solutions that fit your unique IT needs. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Midwest IT Support Help Desk is always available, providing your organization with professional remote help desk support services you need Midwest IT Support Help Desk will solve your technology issues day or night. Our IT staff ensures that your networking computers are up to date and ready for operation on a daily basis. Don't wait until problems occur. Let our organization solve them with our monitoring software, giving you the peace of mind you need. Let us do the worrying for you. Enabling your workforce with top-notch technologies isn't just important, but imperative for business success. This customizable solution allows your team to work seamlessly and collaboratively in a protected space. No matter what IT services you need, Midwest IT Support Help Desk will be there to support you every step of the way. Midwest IT Support Help Desk. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Please visit www.midwestitsupport.com for more information. Or shoot us an email at helpdesk at midwestitsupport.com. Give us a call, 765-239-9668.